is ready, Pop. Oh, thanks, Ricky. I bet I know what we're going to have, too. Orange juice, boiled eggs, toast, and coffee. We forgot something very important. For breakfast? Well, we're not going to eat it, but it's on the table and we can't eat without it. Oh, you're so right. Not only that, the solid silver with beauty that lives forever is international sterling. Silver with beauty that lives forever is International Sterling. From Hollywood, International Silver Company, creators of International Sterling, presents The Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet, starring America's favorite young couple, Ozzie Nelson and Harriet Hilliard. Rogers Road. It's just a little past breakfast time. David and Ricky are outside somewhere, and Ozzie and Harriet are just finishing their coffee. More coffee, dear? No, thanks. You didn't finish your eggs, did you? No, I had plenty, thanks. How come you fried them this morning? Oh, I don't know, dear. It's just that you've had boiled eggs every morning for so long, I thought I'd give you a little change and fry them. You didn't like them, did you? Oh, I, I ate them, most of them. <laughs> Yes, but you didn't like them, I could tell. You didn't smile. Well, I never smile when I'm eating eggs. <laughs> that is, unless it's a wide egg sandwich. <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought you might like them a little different for a change. Well, there's nothing wrong with them. It's, well, it's just that you sort of get used to a certain breakfast. I just figure, why change something just for the sake of changing? <laughs> Suppose that's a masculine attitude. Personally, I kind of like to do things differently once in a while. Get a fresh outlook. Maybe I'm just in a reckless mood today. I've even been thinking of having my hair cut. How do you think I'd look with one of the new short haircuts? Well, I... I wouldn't want you to get a crew cut. <laughs> Don't be silly, dear. You know I never get a crew cut in the winter. It's much too cold. I'm surprised you haven't noticed, though. No, practically all the girls are wearing shorter hairdos lately. Women are sure hard to figure out. Men like women with long hair and short skirts, and look what happens. It's reverse psychology, dear. Women do the opposite to get the things they want. Look at the attention women have had in the past two years. I suppose so. And you don't want me to get my hair cut? Well, I don't care. After all, it's your head. Funny thing, I noticed that when I was brushing my teeth this morning. <laughs> You asked me for my opinion, I told you. I like your hair the way it is. If you want to get it cut, for goodness sakes, go ahead. It's your head. Oh, I, I said that. <laughs> you know, it's funny how men get set in their ways. Seems to be a masculine trait to resist any sort of a change. You're used to boiled eggs, fried won't do. You're used to seeing my hair long, so you don't want me to get it cut. Well, it isn't a question of men being set in their ways. At least I'm not. I, I just, I like my eggs boiled. I've liked them boiled for years. Just because I like the same things year after year doesn't mean I'm set in my ways. What does it mean? Oh, it means I'm in a rut. I'm, 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 I'm I I just like certain things. 
fact of the matter is, I don't care how you fix my eggs, and I don't care how you wear your hair. Have it cut short, fry it, boil it, poach it. There's nothing to get excited about. I'm getting excited. You said I was set in my ways because I like boiled eggs, and it isn't true. To show you, tomorrow you can fix my eggs any way you want to. Fry them, scramble them, or poach them. It won't make a bit of difference because I won't eat them. Hi, Oz. Oh, hi, Thorny. Oh, careful, Oz. Don't lean on the wet paint. Huh? Oh, I painted your fence. I thought you just painted it last spring. It's Catherine's idea. It was green before to match the lawn. Now she wants it white. Expects to have a lot of snow this winter. <laughs> Women get some great ideas, don't they? Yeah, you never know what they're going to think of next. So changeable. One day it's one thing, the next day it's something else. They're never satisfied to leave things as they are. Yeah, that's feminine nature, I suppose. Let me ask you one thing, Thorny. How do you like your eggs cooked? Sunny side up. Are we going to eat here in the yard? <laughs> now, I happen to be a guy who likes boiled eggs in the morning. All of a sudden, out of a clear sky... I get fried eggs this morning. Well, I hope you didn't take a thing like that sitting down. If I were you, I'd object plenty. Run an ad in the paper. I will not be responsible for any eggs fried by my wife. <laughs> not only the eggs, it's a whole big silly thing. What would you say, Thorny, if your wife walked up right now and said she wanted to have her hair cut? Would you object? Oh, I certainly would. I'd put my foot down. I'd tell her positively not. That's right, Thorny, because you like her hair the way it is, nice and long. Well, not necessarily long, Oz. I just wanted to have hair. She had it cut yesterday. <laughs> just because I like Harriet's hair the way it is and my eggs boiled, right away I'm set in my ways. You've known me for years, Thorny. Am I set in my ways? Am I a stick in the mud, a fuddy-duddy, narrow-minded? The answer is no. Oz, if you ask me a question, let me answer it. <laughs> You feel that you're set in your ways, Thorny? Not necessarily. Of course not, but women don't see it that way. Just because a guy enjoys boiled eggs in the morning, they want to change them, switch to fried eggs. Does that make any sense? No. There you go answering it. <laughs> this is Wednesday. We go bowling tonight. We bowl every Wednesday night. Does that mean that we're... No. That we're set in our ways? No. <laughs> Beat you that time. <laughs> I'm on my way down to the drugstore to get some ice cream, vanilla and chocolate. I always get vanilla and chocolate simply because I like vanilla and chocolate. Doesn't mean I'm set in my ways. I'll walk you down, Oz. I think the new Esquire magazine is in. Oh, thanks. <coughs> See, there you are. You always walk me down on Wednesday. It just happens that Esquire magazine usually comes in on a Wednesday. Doesn't mean that you're set in your ways. As a matter of fact, you don't even have to buy Esquire. You could buy the ladies' home journal if you wanted to. Well, sure, if I was a lady. <laughs> I mean, if you really wanted to, you could buy the ladies' home journal instead of Esquire. You could do it because you aren't set in your ways. But I like Esquire, huh? Yeah, but you could buy the ladies' home journal, though, Thorny. That's the point I'm trying to make. Oz, I don't think I'll walk you down to the drugstore today. <laughs> Why not? I have a feeling I'd come home with the ladies' home journal. <laughs> Mother, how's your cold? Oh, I'm nearly back to normal, dear. The doctor gave me a shot of a wonderful serum yesterday. Fixed me up overnight. Oh, that's fine. Of course, I still cough a little and sneeze. 
squeeze a little. Squeeze a little. I thought you were all fixed up. Well, the hives are gone. Hives? The hives from the first shot. Oh. You had two shots? Yes. One was for my cold. But my system had a negative reaction, and I broke out in hives. So he gave me the second shot for the hives. What did he do for your cold? Well, I'm running. I'm going over to see him in a few minutes. Of course, he's working under a handicap. He's sick of that with the cold himself. <laughs> I'll have you and the boys. Oh, fine, thanks. Oh, I almost forgot, Harriet. Now, listen to this. On the way downtown this morning, I saw the most beautiful beige rug in the Emporium window. Just perfect for your living room. I'm way ahead of you, Mother. You've seen it? Mm-hmm, yesterday. In fact, I'm having it delivered tonight while Ozzy's at the bowling alley. You're going to surprise him? Uh, in a way, yes. You know how men resist any changes around the house. I figure if he walks in and there it is in familiar surroundings, he's much more apt to like it. Oh, just like your father. I remember I wanted new kitchen linoleum once, so I had the man put it down. Had it all waxed before your father came home. Did he like it? I think he would have if he hadn't broken his arm when he walked in. <laughs> but I think you're doing a smart thing, dear. I hope so. I figure it's worth trying anyway. Let me know how it works out. Okay, Mother. Goodbye. Oh, hello, Emmy Lou. I have to stop you, Mr. Nelson. Be sure and go down to the Bijou this week. They have a picture there that's simply terrific. Oh, really? Oh, it's so good. It's a return engagement of a re-release of a remake by special request of the manager. Uh, what's the name of it? Tyrone Power. That's a good name for a picture. Oh, it's such a wonderful movie, Mr. Nelson. Somebody ought to make a book out of it. It's about a man, a man who's completely irresponsible. Oh, I just adore irresponsible men. And, and, and the woman in the picture, she was irresponsible, too. An irresponsible woman? <laughs> Emmy, but I've got to go down to the drugstore. Oh, he was so romantic, so unpredictable. Toward the end of the picture, he held the girl in his arms, and everyone in the theater thought they'd get married. But they didn't. He didn't even kiss her. Maybe he ran out of matches. <laughs> you should have seen him. He wouldn't work. He was undependable. He was fickle. He had bad habits. He beat her. He was irresponsible. He didn't earn a living. He borrowed money from her. He told lies. He cheated. He gambled. to say that women really think that kind of a man is more attractive? Of course they do. What fun is a man who does exactly the same thing every day? What fun is it when you know exactly when your husband is coming home? Oh, say, that reminds me. I'm late now. It takes all the uh, joy out of life to have a dull, stodgy, conservative husband. Women like thrills, excitement. They like a man who's impetuous, gay, devil-may-care. Watch your language, Emmy Lou. <laughs> imaginative, unpredictable things. I imagine you were that way when you were young, weren't you, Mr. Nelson? What do you mean when I was young, Emmy Lou? I'm not so dependable. I'm not set in my ways. Nobody knows what I'm going to do next. 
Let me show you something. Yeah, better like pull up my trouser legs. Ah, look at those garters. One green, one rubber band. Uh, down the drugstore and get the ice cream for dinner. Oh, yes, a pint of chocolate and a pint of vanilla. No, there's where you're wrong. I'm getting a quart of Tutti Frutti. <laughs> oh, Mr. Nelson, you're so Could it be possible that from now on there'll be a new Ozzy? A fascinating, unpredictable Ozzy who will always go for the new and different? Well, that I want to see. Yep, that I want to see. Almost as much as I want you people to see International Sterling's beautiful Joan of Arc pattern. Joan of Arc was discontinued during the war, but now it's back again. Back at your request. A sort of command performance. And what a stunning thing it is. Just look how beautifully the shell ornament is carved. See how graceful are the lines from tip to bowl. Every detail of Joan of Arc is finished to perfection, back as well as front. It's the solid silver you dreamed of. A perfect example of why, when it comes to a choice of sterling patterns, so many women select international sterling. If you haven't yet chosen your family silver, visit your international sterling dealer tomorrow. See Joan of Arc and find out about the easy payment terms. You'll never be so proud of your table as the day you set it with International Sterling's magnificent and widely acclaimed pattern, Joan of Arc. Something very mysterious has happened to that solid, dependable citizen, Ozzie Nelson. For eight years now, on Wednesday night, Ozzie would walk into Miller's Drugstore, go over to the soda fountain, and buy two pints of ice cream, one chocolate and one vanilla. But tonight, the routine has been broken. Ozzie's set pattern of living has come unstitched. Instead of two pints, one chocolate and one vanilla, he stepped up to the counter and said, Give me a quart of Tutti Frutti. <laughs> what frivolity! What irresponsibility! But if you think that was unpredictable, listen to what he did as he was leaving the store. Instead of walking to the door, looking over his left shoulder and saying, Goodbye, George, as he's done for the past eight years, Ozzy walked to the door, looked over his right shoulder and said, So long, Charlie. Mom, how come Pop hasn't come home yet? I don't know, David. He should have gotten back from the drugstore at 5.30. It's almost quarter six. Maybe he had an accident. Oh, Pop wouldn't have an accident on his bowling night. That's right. He only has accidents when spring cleaning comes around. Have you told Pop about the rug yet, Mom? No, and don't you either. I want to surprise him. A man's coming tonight to put the rug down while your father's bowling. So let's not say anything about it and spoil a surprise, huh? Okay, you better tell Ricky, though. He's such a blabber, Mom. Oh, Yeah. Hey, I think that's Pop now. I hear a car out front. Oh, no, it couldn't be, Daddy. He didn't take the car today. Me, he bought a new one. Hi there, everybody. Hello, dear. Hi, Hi Pop. Hi, Pop. What was the car out in front? Thorny bring you home? No. You know how irresponsible I am, Harriet. On an impulse of the moment, I took a cab home. Clear from downtown? No, from the drugstore down at the corner. <laughs> 
You called a cab just to drive up the hill? Yeah, wasn't that a silly thing to do? I don't know why I do those things. I'm just so unpredictable. You better give me that ice cream. I predict it'll be dripping on the floor. Ice cream? Ice cream? Oh, yes, the package here. Here, take this, David. I'm so irresponsible lately. Hey, Pop, what kind of ice cream is this? Oh, that's uh, Tutti Fruity, David. What's Tutti Fruity? It's uh, ice cream with uh, little pieces of uh, fruity and, and uh, chunks of Tutti all mixed in. <laughs> How come you didn't get chocolate and vanilla, Pop? I thought Tutti Fruity would be nice for a change. Gee, I don't know if I'm going to like Tutti Fruity. Well, you'd better like it, Ricky. If you don't eat your Tutti Fruity ice cream, you won't get any dessert. No, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> Harry, if the boys don't eat their dessert, what don't they get? They don't get any carrots. Don't get your carrots. Well, put the ice cream in the refrigerator, will you, Dave? I think I'll sit down on the floor and read the paper. The floor? What's wrong with a chair? Oh, I always sit in a chair to read. I'll try the floor for a change. You want the back section of the paper, dear? Mozzie, that isn't the evening bugle. No, I didn't get the bugle. But you always get the evening bugle. Well, I didn't this time. I got the morning trombone. I think it's called Tribune, dear. Tribune, trombone, what's the difference? Both musical instruments. Let's see what's in the paper. Are you comfortable, dear? Of course I'm comfortable. Why shouldn't I be comfortable? Well, aren't you going to take off your overcoat? Well, why? Is there any law that says a man has to take off his overcoat? I just feel like wearing my overcoat. What happened? Did you forget to put on your pants? <laughs> I just feel like wearing my overcoat. Ozzy, what's the matter with you? Nothing, dear. Can I help it if I'm irresponsible, unpredictable? Who said you were? Well, I really am. Nobody knows what I'll do next. Well, I do. You'll wash your hands for dinner. It'll be ready in a few minutes. Uh, what time are we having dinner tonight? Same time we have it every night, 6 o'clock. Let's have it at 9 instead. <laughs> well, if you think you can hold off until 9 o'clock. No, not 9 o'clock. Uh, nine minutes after 6. <laughs> you want to start living on a precise schedule, doing the same things day in and day out? Let's be a little different. It's all right with me, dear. In fact, when I wash my hands, you know what I'm going to do? I can't imagine. I'm going to dry them on hers. <laughs> Wow, Ricky, do you want to spoil the surprise? Well, Daddy always leaves to the bowling alley promptly at 8 o'clock, so I told the man to get here a little after 8. Harriet! In here! Uh, Harriet, have you seen my banjo anyplace? Banjo? <laughs> I didn't know you had one. Oh, yes. I thought I'd get it out and play a few tunes. You know, something a little different. Well, you don't have time. Have you forgotten tonight is your bowling night? Oh, my goodness, it's 8 o'clock. You'd better hurry, dear. I put your shoes and the bowling ball right by the front door. You don't even have to go upstairs. You don't understand, Harriet. I'm not going bowling tonight. But you have to. The man is... I mean, that is... What man? That man that lives next door. Yes, that's it. Thorny. You wouldn't want to disappoint Thorny, your old pal. Yeah, that would be a dirty trick, wouldn't it? Well, if you insist... Harriet, stop pushing me. I wasn't pushing you, dear. I was... Just patting you on the back because it's so good of you not to disappoint a friend. It's the first time I've ever been patted on the back with two hands and a knee. Looks <laughs> <laughs> like you're awful anxious to get me out of the house. Oh, don't be ridiculous. David, get 
That's your father's hat. Here it is, Mama. I got it right here. Here, Papa. I'll help you on with your coat. I don't think I'll wear a coat. I know it's cold out, but I'm so unpredictable. Well, you better carry it on your arm. Now, hurry, dear. You'd want to keep the other man waiting. Good night, Papa. Good night, dear. Whole family is getting unpredictable. You didn't stop by for me. Oh, I was just on my way over, Thorny. So we're a few minutes late. Who cares? You know, it's the funny thing. Harriet... Something the matter? That man over there. I think he's looking for an address or something. Uh, pardon me, gentlemen. Could you tell me... Say, aren't you Thornbury? Well, yes, but well, I don't... you remember me? Mulligan. I was the other end man at the Elks Mistress Show. Oh, of course. How are you? Glad to see you. <laughs> This is Mr. Nelson. Oh, glad to know you. Glad. Well, I remember you, Mulligan. Didn't you do the ringmaster in, in the big circus number two? Yeah, that's right. Well, sure, you were the head of the show. Oh, <laughs> go away now. Toward nothing at all. Say, what are you doing over in this neck of the way? Well, I came over here to deliver a rug. Some woman had to have it put down tonight. Her husband's a bonehead that don't like to have things changed around. <laughs> What's the address on it? Uh, 1847 Rogers Road. Name's Nelson. Do you know them, Mr. Nelson? <laughs> well, yes, it's my house. Oh, then you're the... Oh, <laughs> no offense at what I said, Mr. Nelson. I didn't know you were the bonehead. <laughs> no wonder Harriet was so anxious to get me out of the house. She pulled a fast one, huh? That's what she thinks, Thorny. But I just thought of a terrific gag we could pull. Mr. Mulligan, would you care to join us? Thanks, I'd be glad to. Better make mine a short one, though, during working hours. No, 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 no. <laughs> no I mean in the gag. Now, listen here. You've all heard the expression, snug as a bug in a rug. Well, you and Mulligan carry the rug. Put the lamp in the dining room, David. I want the floor in here as clear as possible. What do I do with this footstool, Mom? You better put that in the dining room, too. See, the dining room's starting to look like the living room. Or the attic. Come on, slowpoke. I'm not going to do all the work. Now, cut it out, you guys. I'll send you both to bed. Just a minute. Mrs. Nelson? Oh, yes. Good evening. Would you just bring the rug in here, please? Well, Thorny, what are you doing? Oh, I met Mulligan outside, and I just thought I'd give him a hand. You know, these rugs are pretty heavy. I'm sorry about making you deliver it tonight, Mr. Mulligan. Oh, that's all right. I wasn't doing anything in particular. Just eating dinner. Uh, Careful with that end, Mr. Thornberry What makes the rug so lumpy? Oh, that Well, you you take When they put What does make the rug so lumpy, Mr. Thornberry? Well, it's probably just the um, uh, underpad They sometimes get bunched up when the rug is rolled Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure That happens all the time Now, if you'll just step to one side, Mrs. Nelson We'll unroll the rug for you No, no, don't unroll it Just stand it there in the corner Stand in the corner. But I don't remember which end is the head. I mean, the... <laughs> and the other If Ozzie doesn't like it, Mr. Mulligan will just have to come back tomorrow and roll it up again. Just throw it in the corner until I find out how Ozzie likes it. Believe me, Harriet, he's going to like it a lot better unrolled. <laughs> oh, but Thorny, he's such an unpredictable person. He might not even want a new rug. Oh, let him unroll it, Mom. Please, Mom, we want to see it. Well... Okay, unroll it. Huh, hurry up, Mulligan. Let's go. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I gotta make me speech. <clears throat> and now, ladies and gentlemen, the wonder of the age. You are about to witness the only time in history a man, cold sober, mind you, has been rolled in his own living room. He oh. <laughs> 
surprise, everybody. Why, Dozzy! Water. Ozzy was rolled up in the rug. Oh, clear water. Oh, how clever. Surprise. Oh, Ozzy, how unpredictable. for buying the rug? No, dear. Go to sleep. How do you like it? Like what? The new rug. Well, it, it's a little tight through the shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> kind of warm and scratchy, but it's a nice rug to be rolled up in. Do you like the color? Oh, black is all right. It's beige. Well, looked black where I was. <laughs> Tell me truthfully, dear... Do you like the rug? Yes, I, I really do. I've never been smothered by a nicer one. I was a little worried after the way you talked at breakfast. Men always seem to resist changes of any kind around the house. I guess that's the way nature works it out. Women are fundamentally insecure, so they want to change everything. Men like things comfortable, familiar. Sometimes I even make believe I don't notice new things, but I do. Oh, darling, I'm so glad you said that. I was afraid you hadn't noticed my hair. Your hair? <laughs> yes, I was afraid you might not like it cut short. What are you doing? Uh, uh, just uh, going to turn the light on for a minute. I pulled out the plug. <laughs> now tell me, do you think I should get my hair cut? Harriet, don't be silly. <laughs> you think I didn't notice that you got your hair cut short? Do you like it, dear? Very much. Harriet. Yes, dear? Did you really get it cut? <laughs> no, I didn't, dear, but now that I know how much you like it, I'll have it cut first thing in the morning. Folks, if you want to see a picture of real bewilderment, just take a look at Ozzie Nelson. <laughs> I bet he looks about the same way my husband did last night when I met him at the door in my best dinner dress. Well, didn't he know you were going to a party? We weren't. That's why he was so bewildered. He couldn't imagine why I'd get so dressed up when nobody was coming. But I think you'll understand, Mr. Smith, because yesterday was the day I received my set of International Sterling's wonderful Joan of Arc pattern. I couldn't treat that just like any old silverware. Oh, indeed you couldn't. Joan of Arc is the kind of silver pattern that deserves a celebration. It's one of the most enchanting designs International Sterling has ever created. Why, you should have seen the letters that came in during the war when Joan of Arc wasn't available. You'd think women just couldn't bear to entertain without Joan of Arc. I know. I wrote one of them. And weren't you surprised to find out how easy it was to buy? Amazed would be more like it. Why, just and all, my service costs under $169. And I didn't have to pay for it all at once, either. My international sterling dealer and I worked out a wonderfully convenient payment plan. Yes, I hope anybody who thinks this beautiful Joan of Arc pattern is out of her reach will drop in at her international sterling dealers. She'll soon see how easy it is to own and how thrilling, too. Because this is the solid silver with beauty that lives forever. It's international sterling. 
I guess I'm just an old stick in the mud or a creature of habit or something. This is the kind of a breakfast I like. Oh, that's good, dear. No surprises or changes. My two medium-boiled eggs. Not too hard, not too soft. Always the same. My coffee, exactly the same flavor and consistency. Oh, you're wonderful, dear. Even the toast never varies. Always the same. Will you pass me the toast, David, please? Thank you. week to another adventure of Ozzie and Harriet, starring Ozzie Nelson and Harriet Hilliard. And remember, the solid silver with beauty that lives forever is International Sterling. Yes, Harriet, the solid silver with beauty that lives forever is International Sterling. Appearing in support of Ozzie and Harriet were John Brown, Tommy Bernard, Henry Blair, Janet Waldo, Lorene Tuttle, and Jack Kirkwood. Original music was composed and conducted by Billy May. This program originates in the Hollywood studios of the National Broadcasting Company and is also broadcast over the Trans-Canada Network of the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. This is Vern Smith speaking. This is NBC, the National Broadcasting Company.